3: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com slash style
1: are we ready team as ever okay do we want to clap from everyone yeah go so ahead I enjoyed your exuberant <laughs> clap. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky me! <laughs> Just, I like the, the rotating clap, is yeah, everyone. Right. Nice. Come to the Patreon and see Aiden's rotating clap in Cinemas Friday. I think you can go and get a cream for that. You?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If you like a lot of wrestling in your July, join our cultholic.com month in review. You've done it. We've done it. Welcome in. As we know it, we feel fine. This is where we get together and look at some of the weird and wonderful, the big and the small, the tall and the. Uh, overall bizarreness that is wrestling in July of 2023. I can't do it on my own. I'm just a mere fake Geordian radio presenter without portfolio. We do it with Hollick's very own Fraser Porter. What's happening, Tom? I've actually got a question for you. What does the, the uh, without portfolio aspect mean? I don't have my own show, per se. Okay, cool. Because I thought maybe
3: you've just not got a CV. <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: got nothing. <laughs> now, as a, um, as a swing jock, like there's uh, no show that is mine that, okay. that's a circumstance that may change for the better or the worse, or the worse. depending on how uh, the changes to BBC local radio go in the next few weeks uh, but we will touch on that as we come to it thank you very support yeah, for being do. back with us we missed you last week yeah it was a. Fun, I had I, there's a reason I was away we'll get on to it later we certainly back. will we're back again uh, but back uh, breaking an unbreakable record here is of course we can't do it without the Cultaholic.com tribal editor-in-chief acknowledge the past it's Aiden given I'm the real OG here <laughs> <laughs> said in a way that no real OG would ever say it. I'm the real OG here.
2: <laughs> said like you've never, ever described yourself as an OG ever. Well, no, I don't think I have, but it's the first time for everything. <laughs> you can't, but you can, you can do it here. I, yeah. You can do whatever you want. This is your this show. This is literally my show.
1: You, yeah, that's, we're just, we are just here to uh, in, inhibit you. Yeah. In a way. To give you an audience. It, mm. It's
2: literally a way just to get me away from writing on a computer for two hours a month. Just like, yeah, fuck it, we'll go and do this.
1: But you know how the medical officer said you need some time away from your screen? Yeah. Yep. This is your time away from <laughs> the screen. <laughs> two hours a month.
3: Two hours
2: a month not typing. Yes. <laughs> you get good to sit here and talk about wrestling. <laughs> it's for good behaviour. Go home, I'm just sat there still typing. Yeah, yeah. Consume well, all the wrestling. Consume all the wrestling.
1: What has been the non wrestling highlight of your month,
2: Aiden? Oh, I've done so much. So, mm-hmm. like, so as we'll get to, basically, like, this podcast is going to be terrible, because I've had two weeks off. You, you've you had to time off as well, Tom, and even Fraser's had, I think, nine days off. Have I? Yeah, you, you had three days off. I had a lot of time. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: what, a, what a great
2: way to kick off the podcast. This is going to be a terrible podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> why people are here. <laughs> so, I, I did so much, because I was basically yeah. off, like, the whole middle of the month, so we had mine and Carl as my... Fiance's engagement party mm. where, where you didn't come and either of you so that's terrible of you both oh, I, <laughs> I just <laughs> don't like you yeah. not a fan <laughs> <laughs> so we, we owe you a dinner though we said we'd yes, take you out for dinner we'll go or for some dinner point. Um, but I got ve- we got very drunk I got a bath tray it was lovely you had um, a bath tray? But my, my friend oh. got kicked out of McDonald's because he was so drunk a bath tray though goodbye yeah, one. That's <laughs> real, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't just say I had a bath tray There's anyway bath something tray. else I know I got given a bath tray it's like so like oh like a tray that you put along the bath. So I thought this was an
3: alcoholic thing that where you've gone. But well like a drink, yeah, no, oh, I got no, a bath no. tray. No, you got a tray I... so you can sit in the bath and type about wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I've got a photo. It looks like a, it's like They're a transfer really deadline They're day
2: really deal. Yeah. Um, so we had that. My friend got kicked out of McDonald's and fun activity. Oh, why? Because he was he was pissed and <laughs> fell asleep.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Which McDonald's?
2: <laughs> the one on Northumberland Street. In Newcastle upon Tyne. Classic. I don't great think great I think McDonald's. The photo. Oh, look no, there it the is. Tray. There it is. Look. It looks like it's been transferred Rachel's got that day. one. Has she? Yeah, it's what, good. Where'd you get it from?
3: Um I, I don't, well, that's don't know. That's yeah. lovely. But it's a nice, it is a nice
2: bath tray. It's a nice I, gift that I is. I haven't used it yet. Carla will use it more than me. I don't really do baths.
1: I love a bath.
2: I, I'm just sort of like, I don't want to sit in my own filth. <laughs> I love sitting in <laughs> I just own f-
3: I
1: just find a bath boring after I'm like, <laughs> right, cool, I'm clean. I've got other things to do. <laughs> <laughs> you both said the reasons why Alex hates baths. Mm. Don't want to sit in my own filth. And bored. Yeah,
3: because I'm, I'm, you
1: know, like, if you're in there, for, for what, at least, there's no point running a bath
3: to be in there for five minutes.
1: No, no, you've got to, you know, that's that's a nice... How step. long would you have a, a bath, if you're a bathman?
2: I'm I'm a, a bathman. Until you're filthy and delighted. I'm yeah. filthy and well, delighted. How long was your average? 45 minutes to an hour. 45 what? minutes to an Is hour. Isn't cold all the time you getting out? I keep putting a bit more hot water oh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: But then, what do you do when you're in the bath?
1: I will read a do book. Read? Okay. I, I'll put on a bit of Enya, listen to Orinoco flow, have a little sleep. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't switch off for it. Have often. a sleep. Have
2: a sleep. Yeah. What if
1: you drown? Well, then I won't wake up.
3: <laughs> be true. the best yeah. sleep ever.
1: <laughs> I just some some would like,
3: say I'm open for it. I'm always like, oh, I could be sat playing PlayStation, <laughs> or I could be watching a TV show. Yeah. I, I could have a shower, dry, and watch the TV. We
1: live in a time, Fraser Porter, where you could play PlayStation in the bath. That is true. That would
3: probably electrocute me if I took the PlayStation. No, no, don't bath. take your toaster I could in do with it, you. I could do it cloud. I could stream it. You can, but I could do that in the shower. My phone's waterproof.
1: That's even worse. Because <laughs> the rain water's off <laughs> constantly pouring on it's you.
3: Waterproof the phone. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if phrase Fraser's ever late for work, it's because he stood up right in the shower. Playing playing rain playing <laughs> <laughs> Shadow Legends.
2: <laughs> Just <laughs> got that there, go. Right, so, so what else did I do? Yeah, what did you do? Oh yeah, so that was my birthday. Mm. Happy uh, birthday. Thank you. I'm now 27. Well, Prime well. of my footballing career. <laughs> <laughs> How's it? Well, it was excellent, because the primary football in Korea. Yeah. But yeah, another year to 30. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Come on in. Yeah. What was fun? Um, then it was Carla's birthday. Oh. And then, oh, it was Carla's graduation too. I can't forget about that. It a busy month. I know. And then I just chilled through it, and it was lovely. Oh, our, our, our highlight of the month is, Joe you know them claw machines at arcades? Oh. I do. I won something on them. <gasps> Which one? Um, I went to the one at the Metro Center. Oh, the, it used to be Namco. Namco, yeah. Is it still Namco? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we went, I wanted a Mario thing, but I, there was a child there, was a child there, so I couldn't go on that one. But I want to... <laughs> Boot a, him <laughs> off. <on. laughs> kick the child. <trials. laughs> but I want a grog with a Baby Yoda thing. Yeah. First try. Wow. Well Unbelievable. They're usually rigged,
3: don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the whole, the whole
2: point is that you can't win. But one pound in grogu nothing. away i mean nothing was stopping no. the editor-in-chief it's just downhill from here isn't it oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, the rest uh, Fra- of the year is gonna be terrible <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: phrase of what, what was your non-wrestling highlight of the month because you were on holiday oh,
3: I had a lot on this month did we count money in the bank yeah that, it was july was, that was july was that like, july? first Was that okay. like a
1: holiday i don't know
3: i was down, <laughs> went to money in the bank that was pretty cool then uh went on holiday to mull that was also fun
1: annual trip to mull
3: you
2: have to explain yeah. what mull is to people
3: it's a place in Scotland. It's an island in Scotland where there's nothing on it. There's nothing apart from Ballomorey. <laughs> uh, the actual real life Balamorie is on there, Tobermori. Um Then went down to. I was down in London this past week because um, it's Rachel's birthday. There's lots of birthdays in the lots of birthdays in the vicinity. Lots of people
2: shagging in November, December. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold in <isn't>
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was so Rachel's birthday was this week. So we went. I was down there for that. We went to Brighton and we also went to one of the claw machine. Places on Brighton, Pier. Ooh, did, did you win? Uh, we didn't because we went, we were like, right, we will got on the roller coaster and the rides that are there, and then it bucketed down with rain. It was bouncing off the ground, it was a big storm, it was chaos. We went inside, we were like, oh, we'll go on the claw machine. Everyone was packed, it was like apocalyptic, it was like a zombie apocalypse had happened, and everyone was just, it was like um, the, the day after tomorrow or the end of Zombieland or the end of Zombieland. Uh, but it was good, it was a good time. We, we spent far too much money um, on food. And all the sorts. Oh, and we got Taylor Swift tickets.
1: Hey, yes. very buzzing about that. you nice did very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you very did well. You did very well too. I know, like yeah. impossible to get.
3: We got very lucky. We got two tickets to two nights. So
1: bloody yeah. Ow. All right.
2: Someone's doing. Fine you got on your south. pre <laughs> on your
3: pre sale code. You got four tickets. So we 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 got we got our four tickets, but two nights. Nice, Wembley. nice. Not going all in. My debut at Wembley, Taylor Swift. Debut Wembley, Taylor Swift. Yep.
1: So I had um, we had a couple of weekends celebrating friends uh, with show. us. Not um, <laughs> sadly not. No. Um, so a very good friend of ours. Uh, more more Alex than mine. I'd, I could, I I could can take a lever. Um, <laughs> Big wrestling fans. <laughs> big, big wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah, I might send her this anyway. Uh, a big friend of ours, uh, Tamsin, uh, left the Northeast to to go to Cyprus to go work for BFBS radio Ooh. in Cyprus. So we had like a leaving evening for her, like leaving drinks and a little pub crawl around Newcastle. I didn't get drunk, right? I had a few beers as we went around. But somehow on this night, I managed to drop and smash two pints. <laughs> what, well, just while sober? Talking and... On two occasions, being quite animated whilst You're I spoke, an knocked my own pint out of my hand and smashed it. On two occasions, okay. on after the two minutes after the second occasion, as I was heading towards the bar, I tripped on somebody's stool and stumbled onto a seat next to Alex, to which Alex went, do we need to go home? I said, no, I'm not even drunk. But of course, that's what you would say yeah. if you weren't drunk. But... I, and it was frustrating because for all intents and purposes, I looked like I was pissed. How much did you had by that point? 18 pints. No, I, <laughs> I probably had about three,
2: so, maybe four pints. So one by the time you dropped the other two.
1: I'd had, yeah, I'd had eight had pint and then dropped my second, then bought my second, had my third, dropped my fourth, had my fourth. So I didn't like, it wasn't like a mental night out. I was, had heavy. you had much food? Yeah, I ate before I went. I was, and I, 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 I clearly remember the whole evening. I think I was just maybe talking with my hands quite a bit.
2: Mm, yes. And that yeah. caused a Why bit... of were spiked? Yes. I never thought of that. We can't rule out hard drugs.
1: We can't rule out hard drugs. Certainly not with my reputation. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other weekend we went to go and see uh, Kinky Boots at the Newcastle Theatre Royal. Great musical. It's a great musical. My, my woman of honour for our wedding, uh, Jojo Hatfield, played Trish. Nice. So it was a nice way to go and support our friend. We made it a date night. I was adamant that the ticket said start time 7.30. It was a start time of 7. So we had to sneak <laughs> oh, in. Oh, did you just, just turn up late? We turned up half an hour late. Oh, no. You, you missed quite a bit then. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Kinky Boots before, okay. so I knew the plot. But I just, yeah. it was just not getting a chance to see. I want to see as much of my mate Jojo as I could. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, it was a lovely night. Um, I'm praying for the winter. Uh, for the clocks to change. Winter was coming. Be- Winter was coming because I am sick to the back teeth of my cat, Pablo. mine Ca- Oh, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a long <laughs> old book. Hayden. <laughs> of all the people to mention something based on Nazi war history, <laughs> was I wasn't expecting me. it to be greater. i read
3: the book Fatherland recently by yeah. Robert Harris. Oh, so that, <laughs> that, that <laughs> <expired> <laughs> Hitler
2: was on your mind.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you were always on my mind. Um, I'm waiting for the winter to check because then the clocks change and the and then the mornings get darker because I'm sick to the packed teeth out of my cat Pablo scratching on my side of the bed at quarter to four in the morning <laughs> going it's breakfast time and
2: quarter oh. to four every morning
1: oh. yeah he's like come on then dad ready to go and get blackout curtains that'll that'll confuse him
3: might be the way we have to go mm. yeah I suppose though in winter he'll get annoyed as you're scratching on his bedpost <laughs> being
1: like, oh on, I'm going to, go. I'm gonna to go. annoy the shit out of him yeah. come on mate off we go off we go. Yeah. Did my edit. but otherwise, is that, it, is that why you're up early this morning? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you, yeah, you saw I posted the, <laughs> the news at like is... half, like yeah. half five in the morning <laughs> because Pablo's just irritating you because constantly. Pablo's like, Come on, dad, you've got to write about what Triple H said about. AW. Yeah, exactly. Cheers, mate. We're on the stops. Appreciate that, appreciate that. And we had some other, mostly other wrestling things that happened this month, but which we will get into as we look at the big wrestling stories of July of 2023, including, let's kick off at the start, where Fraser Porter spent the first weekend of July in that little ending uh, with money in the bank. No, the
2: no, first Tom. First Tom, don't, whoa. Oh, oh, hang on a minute. First Tom, we've got our monthly telegram from the office of RAJ Atkins. Oh, Jack okay. Atkins. So, this telegram reaches us from Bourbon Street, New Orleans, Louisiana. Wow, he's <laughs> travelled. He starts off. <laughs> all right. As Aidan Gibbons decided to take time off this month, Muggins here was entrusted with the website for a whole fortnight. <laughs> a fortnight in which a bugger all happened in the wrestling world unless you were an Impact Wrestling main eventer. Speaking of Impact, Slammiversary is good and you should all watch Impact more because they're nice. I'll be in town next month. Mine's a pint of Bovril. (laughs) 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 And then he ends it with, Uncle Travelling Matt from Jim Henson's beloved Fraggle Rock.
1: Oh, wow! That's a reference and a half.
2: I've got no idea what that is. Travelling Matt was
1: the guy who would write back to the Fraggles and go, I'm in Louisiana It's shit here. Like, he (laughs) would report back on the real world to the Fraggles. What's the Fraggles? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean?
0: What are
1: the Fraggles? <laughs> what the fra- Fraggle Rock! What are the, the fraggles? Muppets. Jim Henson's Muppets. Same thing. I know the Wombles. Fraggle Rock, Dan, she cares away. Worries for another day. Let the music play. Dad, you're being piece Not of shit. No, genuinely. You, you? you <laughs> don't know what Fraggles are? What's the Fraggles? <laughs> no. Fraggle Rock! No. no, I know the Muppets, but I don't know Fraggles. You're being piece I of shit. Pl- genu- What's no. the Fraggles? No, you're working me.
2: We know Plymouth Rock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing, yeah. It's it's it's, it's Plymouth Rock, man. I felt
2: <laughs> it's where it's where it's
3: set. <laughs> Was it an actual where... version of the puppets where they they
1: swear? Yeah, they swore and drank and, and, and fucked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Worth checking out. <laughs> Worth like UQ. Yeah, <laughs> having UQ and R. Uh, thank you to Jack Atkins. You know what? That must have taken a while to arrive because he said, "I'm in town next month."
2: He means this month.
1: Yes. Because we're yes. recording this on August the 1st. You're hearing it on August the 1st.
2: What a turnaround
1: that wow. is on the Tell edit. A
2: he did send it July 26th, 2023. Wow. Ah, so, okay. Five days by post. Yep. Well, that's bad. Yeah.
1: well thank you Jack Atkins we will see you in the office very soon <laughs> bad time you put a shift in but right now let's take a look at some of the big wrestling stories of the month including we'll start at the very beginning your trip Fraser Porter down London for well, money the oldie, in the bank the London town
3: didn't London it big old money in the bank Money in a bank. You know we had wrestling on, and I mean,
1: it was it was the only wrestling show that's going to be good this year in London. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, right. you're right, darling. Not, not bad that is. Um, Aiden's going to give us like the rundown of what happened, and then we want yes. to get Fraser Porter's uh, play by
3: play, play by play of the of the oh, time yes. in London.
2: What well, I have to go through what you ate and all sorts. I'm very interested there. Not much, but yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so we started off the show in the O2 at London with Damien Priest winning Money in the Bank Ooh. to feed LA Knight, that man Logan Paul, Butch, Shinsuke Nakamura, Santos Escobar, and Ricochet. I mean, going into the show, we all thought, kind of thought LA Knight was going to win. He's like the hottest guy on WWE TV mm. right now. He's a very sexy man. We thought, here we go. <laughs> He's a favorite with the bookies. It's I not attendance. Diamond. I mean, was, like, the reception for him was unbelievable. Yeah. And then it looked like he was going to win. They zoomed the camera in. We thought, here we bloody go. About to grab it, and then David Priest's hand appears from out of nowhere. It breaks hearts around the world. Uh, we then hit an end. Is it, is it, not the end of the broken arrow. Broken yep. arrow off the ladder. Um, Ellie Knight dies, and then David Priest wins, becoming Mister Money in the Bank.
1: Surprise! That yeah, it
2: yeah. was
3: it was a shock. We were all crying.
1: There was tears. People just you were sat next it. to Ross, weren't you, when yep. that went down? Was uh, it was a sad moment. Inconsolable. It was a,
3: uh, Still not recovered. Still not recovered.
1: <laughs> Crying into his 50-pound bottle of wine, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't dilute the drink any further. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird twist, that was. It seemed like a, a very open goal to give LA Knight the money in the bank. Yeah. And I'm getting the vibe that either they've got a really big plan for him, or they're just sort of freewheeling it now. <laughs> Story never ends, Tom. This uh... was merely a
2: little, a, a little chapter in the book of LA Knight. Because, like, LA Knight's a favourite and Damien Priest was the second favourite in terms of what we think of the, like, internal reactions. Because Priest has been impressing them, apparently, and the idea was that with the scene was, like, a future main event guy. So I was like, that's fair enough, but you could have got Priest up there a different way you could have just given the briefcase to LA Knight. Because I thought he would have been great with it. Mm. Yeah. Just, Just doing stuff.
3: Although, the, again, you could argue that the other way, Damien Priest, this adds a whole new wrinkle to the Judgment Day. Mm. Uh, and as we've seen since, it's sort of added a little bit more tension there. Ellie Knight can also, he might not need the briefcase. It really, in hindsight, maybe this could be all outdated within a week. But in, a, in, in like five, six months' time, if he's on the top of the card, he wouldn't have needed the briefcase to just use that momentum that the crowd are behind him naturally. The crowd isn't as behind Damien.
2: That is true. So, I
3: don't know. I don't know. It, was, it was gutting.
2: It wasn't a nice moment. No,
3: no. To kick off money in the bank.
2: Yeah, but from there we got a, a shocking heel turn, where Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez they defeated Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. A, a largely nothing match until Shayna Baszler turned on Ronda Rousey and everyone went, oh, "I can't believe that's happened." Face turn no or heel turn? I don't know because just t- and uh, just a turn in it. Just a turn. Like it seems betrayal. Like they a trail. Betrayal. They want to position Ronda
3: as the face. Right. But, but also the <laughs> think No one cheers her. She's still acting heelish, but she's the one that they're going, no, you should cheer her. You should cheer <laughs> her.
2: Well, apparently she's leaving soon, isn't she? She's got a hard out date for um, after SummerSlam. Yeah. So I think the sort of idea there, she'll put another a and then just go, d- go back to our ranch and have cheese. It does seem like it's been quite rushed. Um, oh, very much so. Because
1: yeah. it felt like, th- like at some point they were going to have Ronda and Shayna maybe you know cl- uh, split in twain yeah. and go and, and fight each other but like it seemed like they were like just getting the ball rolling with the women's tag division
3: yeah even like the, the morning before we spoke to Shayna baszler she was sort of like yeah we you know we've fought for these titles for a long time like we want these to be a center focus off the women's division they mean more when they're around our waist um and it's like like, 16 hours later. And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's done. It's, n- it's not not a thing anymore.
2: I, f- I think the original idea was they would have won it either before or, like, around WrestleMania. That was the plan. Yeah. But, of course, Ronda was injured and couldn't do anything for months. Mm. So, because she's got that hard out there, I think they just rushed it and tried to get the Basler getting put over and that's yeah. it.
1: Yeah. That's probably
2: why they've gone that
1: way. I'm going to...
2: Yes. so was a, was a big slappy boy. <laughs> so Gunter was a big slappy boy. and He beat Matt Riddle to retain the Intercontinental title. I mean, I had quite high expectations heading the match because of what they've done in the past, and particularly the British independent wrestling scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- the main thing wasn't so much the match. It was that afterwards, while Gunter celebrating, Drew McIntyre returns after months of speculation and rumours about his future. Um, we don't know what's going to happen long term. He still hasn't signed a new deal. Um, we think he'll be around until after WrestleMania 39 but for the moment he's around having agreed to create it for the days before the show because he basically wanted something meaningful and nobody went do you want to fight Gunn and he just went yeah that's meaningful that's mm.
3: meaningful it was a cool moment to have him return and uh in the uk obviously big london boy drew McIntyre, <laughs> the, the no famous welshman, <laughs> drew McIntyre. famous welshman drew mcintyre <laughs> uh, he's still not had a return in scotland it needs to happen um but yeah i'm excited to see him back him and gunther will have a great match i thought the match was actually really 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 good in person and i think that was an aspect of it where it was it was hard hitting and you could hear it because the crowd was were allowing the silence to breathe in it mm. um but, yeah, I'm excited to see Drew pass- here pass WrestleMania 40 next year. Like, it's it's going to be nice to have him locked down for a bit.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Cena rocking up. Yeah, so I was sat there just writing up Drew's return. I was furious. Everything going on. I had to sit there and write see all sorts. Um, and then... John Cena's music. You just comes hear out, Wabadoo! Yeah. <laughs> then Mario comes out. Just...
1: <laughs> Let's think <they go.
2: laughs> And then John Cena comes out. Um, talks about how much he loves London, how much he loves human beings. And then basically, eventually, <laughs> he just campaigns for. Uh... Hello, <laughs> Hello, humans. I'm here. I, I, a
1: fellow human, also love human beings. <laughs> Give me some of
2: that delicious drink and some tasty food. <laughs> <laughs> lum, 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 lum. But then eventually, just starts campaigning for WrestleMania in London, which we're all like. Well, he wouldn't say that if they were going to do WrestleMania in London. No. What's going on here? And what we've heard since is, hey, it might happen. Well, I guess we'll find out. That it was, was
1: brought up in Parliament. Yeah. After John Cena. The APPG
3: for pro- professional wrestling. wrestling brought it up. It just felt like WWE going, we need someone that isn't around all the time. It mentioned mention WrestleMania in London that gets the government to pay us lots of money to bring WrestleMania to London. Um, it was a very cool moment, though. Having John Cena return, and I felt really, ju- like, a, a week before I'd said to Adam, I oh, was like, Cena's coming back at Money in the Bank. It happened. Oh. I'm a prophet.
2: Well, he was in London, wasn't he? He's, he's doing a movie with Priyanka Chopra, I think, Idris Elba.
3: Yes, they were filming in, in Croydon for a while. Mm. But the, 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 I was like, he's, he'll turn up. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. And wow. he was. So you want the lottery numbers.
1: Uh, this is the quote from uh, Alex Davis Jones who's a member of parliament in the UK uh, following the announcement of of John Cena's push for WrestleMania in the UK. She spoke to BBC Newsbeat and said, "I'd love for it to happen. The APPG have already been talking about how we can help to make that happen in whatever way we can in terms of facilitating some conversations. Whatever we can do to make UK attractive to host wrestling on the world stage, we're more than happy to help facilitate. We'll use our contacts and negotiating skills to try and reach out to WWE, making conversations happen to try and promote the UK as a premier destination for world class wrestling." So it doesn't look like it looks like they were caught
2: off guard by it. They're like, um, yeah, I'll, I think my dad's got John Cena in his phone. I'll give him a ring. <laughs> Just get Triple yeah. H on the old blowout, You'll be all yeah. right. Send him an email. Call
1: Triple H. I <laughs> think
3: we'll eventually see it, but I think we're looking, what, WrestleMania 30, uh, 43, 44, by the time they actually the government goes, yeah, let's bring it to London and for enough time to pass from All In so that they can be like, mm. a little bit
2: distance. It's what we're thinking. Do we think they're doing it because of the success of All In? I think
1: it's a, I I wouldn't be surprised if there is a little bit of that, I'll, and and the reasoning behind it isn't what people think it is. I think they know that the UK is very much a hotbed, and they always draw good crowds for for mm-hmm. in the in when American wrestling comes over here. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about All In in a second. I certainly think that All In and the incredible number that it's drawn has expedited the them doing it, them doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's keen to kind of take some of the shine off that and onto them hosting Mania. Yeah. Because all they'd have to do in order to beat whatever number all in do is do a two night WrestleMania at yeah. Wembley Stadium. And they've got a number. Or give me yeah, just like, million people, <laughs> came to Money in the Bank. It's a million. Source the... me. Million yeah. people. Uh, well, that's we, it. They we'll just see. do a two night mania, and they've and they've beaten it
3: but twice like, How over. Have we
2: doubled you wankers? Then just start swearing at the camera. <laughs> <and all> that
3: <laughs> yeah. more, so. That's just, kind of it. It's a tough time to do it because you, the, the only options what Wembley, that's Wembley, and the Millennium Stadium,
2: Villa Park. But 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 even <laughs> the Millennium Stadium when they did that only had there was I think there were fifty four thousand people. When yeah, they the, the the did the set up at the can castle. Can do
3: can do 80 okay they just didn't, set it, up they for didn't 80. set it up for 80. so wembley's the biggest one but also wrestlemania in april in the uk with an open roof it's gonna rain it's it's august <laughs> and it's pouring you know yeah like, wrestle it's a it's a bit worrying that they might get rained out and that's actually the same for all in we're a m- month away and they got a retractable
2: had, roof only over the crowd only over the crowd the ring will get wet <laughs> and
3: it's on we're a month away and i don't think we've had a sunny day uh, for about three weeks, for about three weeks, and consistent sun.
1: Haven't WWE sort of figured that out before? Where they've done stadium events and they had like that setup where they had like a ring it's over the do. ring, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like which look, I thought looked like, nice, like a gazebo, yeah, like a me. gazebo yeah, over yeah. it.
3: Just give the notes as ponchos.
1: what Joe? Joe it, yeah. you still got your poncho, <laughs> lad? Get it on. <laughs> yeah. bah, bah,
2: bah, bah, bah. Uh, okay, so John Cena. So from big there, shout, we had the Women's Money in the Bank battle match. Yeah, where Io Sky won. Um, she defeated Becky Lynn, Zoe Stark, Trish Stratus, Zelina Vega, and Bailey. Not much to really say beyond that EOS Sky was the hot, hot favourite, and she did indeed win. Right choice as well. Yeah. And then made event time. I mean, God, and shocking, but not shocking just because it actually happened, but the Usos defeated Roman Reigns and Solar Sokoa in the Bloodline Civil War, where J. Usu actually pinned Roman Reigns. It's been so long since Roman Reigns was pinned that I've never had to write about it. Yeah. Ah. Like, when did you join the company? So I joined in November, and Roman was the last pinned in December 2019.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. It's actually insane.
2: And and that was always the thing with Roman Reigns
1: is that kind of there's two key losses or two key moments you can get from Roman, which is his first pinfall and taking the belts from him. <laughs> and we've had the we've had one of the two now, which is the pinfall.
3: And it was a big, big moment. The crowd was in shock. Yeah, <laughs> it's We're like, oh my god! Right? Okay. Cool. Uh, what? What are we doing now? What? What the fuck has just happened? Um, but how
1: amazing though! And it's one of those things the likes of which I don't know if we'll ever see again. To have a guy who is on that level, to the point where even him losing a match is is like a title yeah. change. Yeah, like he's
2: basically like Hulk Hogan of today, basically. Yeah,
1: and I don't know if we'll ever get that again.
2: In our lifetimes, I I I think it's amazing.
3: Yeah, it'll take a long time until they can—I don't want to say recycle the storyline, but go here's an undefeated champion for three plus years. Yeah, Mm. if they do it again within the next ten years, that's too soon.
1: Yeah, you know,
3: so it's it's a once in a once in a a career once in a lifetime once in a lifetime. Um,
2: After him, The Rock, comes back. I don't know,
3: Jamie. Right now, I do think The Rock is back at SummerSlam. Yeah, you did.
1: You did predict John Cena. (laughs)
3: <laughs> exactly, and as well, The Rock can't do anything because of the strikes right now. So come back to wrestling. Wrestling's That's not fair. I hadn't even thought of that.
1: Like we don't know how long the strikes are going to last. He's got nothing on him, might he as he's well. Got nothing. So I did not even thought of that.
3: But yeah, Money Mack was good. Money Mack was great.
1: So um, in in Aiden's notes here, it says, Fraser, tell us about your first time in the big city. <laughs> My first time in the big city. In the city. <laughs>
3: My, well, I've, just, to, just for the right, I've been to London. <laughs> you, go, you go a lot about I've every been to two London weeks. three every times. Two, every two, three weeks, yeah. It's what you um, say you do. I don't think you do. I've never been, yeah. So the first time in the big city, it was, it was a nice experience. It was good fun. It was big. We were in Canary Wharf. We met lots of nice people. Thank you to everyone that said hello. Thank you for everyone that got involved with doing the shorts content that's going out on the channel in the next few weeks. Um, we ate lots of nice food. What food did you have? We went to... What did you have for breakfast? Uh, I had one on one one day. I had a McDonald's. Fair. I had a I had a a breakfast roll with hash browns. A roll? Yeah.
2: Like like a
3: mcmuffin. But a roll. Oh, it's like the breakfast. Yeah, it's really good. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. But it's all of them on the roll. It's it's wild. It's a whole new experience, and you need to try it. Then we had a dishoom for dinner.
2: Oh yes, very good Indian Oh, dishooms. Oh, very nice. nice. Yeah, well, I got the,
3: the mutton stir fry. Nice. Oh, fantastic! Incredible. Uh, then the next
1: day we had a Chipotle. No, we had a. a, a oh, you, you ate like kings. We had a Shake Shack. <sighs> the next day for lunch. This is the difference maker of going to a WWE event just after payday. <laughs> <And a laughs> just payday playboys yeah, just over there. all your money. Um, yeah, to be fair, it's
3: reasonably priced. What Shake Shack? Is that just milkshakes. It's just burgers. Oh, burgers and milkshakes. Which is like it's like five guys. It's like ten pounds for a burger mm-hmm. and chips. Um, then we had a Chipotle the next day. So that
1: uh, to be fair, you must have spent the week on the loo. To be fair, that's all.
3: That's all <laughs> I ate. <laughs>
1: Just, that's a lot of that's a lot yeah, of oily I, fat i, I, I
2: don't go c- curry, um, yeah, curry nah, and curry don't don't poo
3: in a toilet you don't trust keep <laughs> that in until you get home
1: the <laughs> porter's advice for the week don't
3: go yeah, yeah. just keep it in I,
1: I can't if i need to go to toilet i need to go to nah,
3: toilet if you don't trust the toilet you can't poo that's my <laughs> motto so what if I wouldn't if I would lend the toilet a favour? Yeah. If I was if I yeah I'd keep it in until I got home. Like if I was down in London,
2: I would... no, For three days of having a cheese, having the courier burger and chipotle, Christ. your inside must have been coming out your mouth. Just, Awful. Just keep it in. It must have stank. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, you're just sweating. <laughs> just sweating. Chipotle curry. sweats
1: coming off Fraser. But, no, i want to get in. <laughs> you just, just Don't trust it. the toilet. No, it, it would make me grumpy. Yeah, it would, it would be. actually, yeah. it would actually affect my mood. If I had to hold it in for three fueled, days. fueled me. Oh, fueled you? To no, be fair, I did have a toilet I trusted, just not at the Chipotle. Oh, was this uh, at a hotel?
3: <laughs> back at Rachel's. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah.
1: Not even the hotel one. I don't I never you, went to the said, hotel. You stayed
2: with his girlfriend, oh, did Of course you did. You yeah,
1: you stayed at the hotel. Oh, so God love Rachel, who got all your fucking curry-flavored Chipotle plops.
2: In her house, it's a great week.
1: <laughs> I'm sure Rachel would
2: think otherwise. 16 pound and Drexler, I just bankrupt.
1: <laughs>
3: don't go,
2: don't go in for your 45 minute bath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying out of your bathroom,
1: mate. You had you had some good drinks as well. I heard that um, I, was, uh, from, I was I was with Dan Heff almost yesterday, yes. and uh, I think he used the word battered. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, yeah, there was a few drinks had. There was a few drinks had. Um, <laughs>
3: It was uh, a party city, you know. Party like London, city, you gotta have it. You gotta have a, got have a London, little party. Baby.
1: Um,
3: yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed it.
1: That's lovely. You had a lovely time, and I'm gl- and, it, and it was nice to see the back of your head during the WWE press conference.
2: Oh yes, I yes, yeah, did. I was
3: in the press conference with which was and Ross. Good fun. We did try and get a few questions. I was sitting during like the, most of the show, writing questions on my phone, going, "We're gonna get one. We're gonna get one. At least one." Um, no, no, no. We, we were like, "Hi, hi, can we get?"
2: No question. Can we talk about how it's all a setup, or do we get might piss them off? <sighs> I don't think it's a setup. I don't think it's. A setup. I don't think it's a setup. I mean, it's it just... must be. Some of those questions were abysmal. It's just that <laughs> one bloke thought. No, 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 no one, one bloke thought Finn Balor's hometown was London.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not
2: even from the same fucking country. There's literal C in the way. Yeah, there is. <laughs> who, was the, who was the guy that
1: said Triple H. Oh, Triple H, what are your thoughts on West Ham signing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, oh, it was Declan
2: Rice leaving West yeah. Ham.
1: Thoughts on Declan Rice leaving West Ham. He went, Ugh, it is <laughs> what it is. He didn't care. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I've just noticed something. That, Tom, you've got your top button done. I've just done it up now. <laughs> I don't know you're why.
3: Like, you're like an OG. <laughs> oh, an OG? <laughs> I thought Adam was the OG. It's not me. You're I'm, I'm going to leave it's it. It's like, you know, in, in the start of uh, 22 Jump Street, Yes. <laughs> when John Hill has the shirt <laughs> button.
1: <laughs> I am going to be an OG for the rest of this podcast. If you're watching on the Patreon, you've got two OGs. Fraser, you will earn OG status by the end of it, and we will all, all be OGs. What a day. Uh, LA Knight was the big name. Yeah, A lot of people talking about over like Rover in the United Kingdom. Like Fraggle Rock. Like Fraggle Rock. Everyone knows who LA Knight is. Shut up, you idiots. <laughs> uh, now, LA Knight has been a big talking point. Not so much what he has done.
2: But what he hasn't done. Yeah, so I mean, literally since WrestleMania, we've all been sort of waiting for the push. Even maybe before WrestleMania, we're just sort of thinking he's dead popular, let's get this train moving. (laughs) And we thought Monday in the Bank, okay, doesn't win. And now we're sort of thinking, well, if not Monday in the Bank, when are they going to do it? In what. (laughs) 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 uh, Big bolts.
3: (laughs) Sucky, sucky, sucky. So, right. <laughs> the big bottles a back. Side
2: baby. note: the big bottles back. <laughs> but yes, LA night. <laughs> and,
1: and if I do that, I look like wait, I look like Bray Wyatt with his lantern. <laughs> that
2: is true. That's all you'll do to carry the ring. <laughs> <laughs> One day when you feel really bad, do what the Americans do, where you like bite the bottom of a can and pour it in that way. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> <Yeah>. getting hydrated. <laughs> right, but anyway. LA, LA night, we all thought. <laughs> but right, with Miss Money in the Bank, here we go. And we also thought, when are they actually going to push him then? And what we've heard from Better Wrestling Experience is that they're going to renew LA Knight's push after SummerSlam. And he will be in action at SummerSlam in the Slim Jim Battle Royal. Oh, my But yes. um, What we've also heard from Pro Wrestling Talk is that Vince McMahon, despite having previously like, really not liked um, Max Dupree there, is a big fan of LA Knight joining Triple H on the LA Knight is Mint Camp. <laughs> and that's basically they concur that a big push is on the way but apparently he's rubbish at backstage politics um, I'll just read what Wade Keller wrote which is that Knight has a long running reputation for robbing people the wrong way behind the scenes and just being bad at backstage politics. Those who know him well tend to like him and some of them have spoken up on his behalf when Knight gives a bad first impression. So I don't know what he's doing when he gives first impressions but some people don't like him
3: yeah. I I yeah, it could be it could be anything. It could be in wrestling it could be not shaking someone's hand. Yeah. Oh. Like it literally could be anything, so I don't want to speculate on it but it could
2: be not carrying someone's bags or even yeah, rubbish. Yeah, yeah. It,
3: or it could just be still being the character of Ellie Knight backstage and being
2: him, not Sean. Yeah. Like
1: Well, if Sean is LA Knight, there is that. I
2: think he said it was Sean said LA Knight is just him dialed up like 120, basically. Hmm. So it could just be a folk not really getting him, as we saw Vince didn't get him at first. Imagine yeah. him at a restaurant, just like a chipotle, just goes, yeah, <laughs> meal or let me talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> <Talk>, sh- <laughs> <to our tea laughs> I
1: ain't shit in that toilet, yeah.
2: Toby gets the can I
1: have the bill please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your vibe from him when you saw him at the, at the him. media day?
3: I thought he was really nice, that like he came across really, sort of like, um, very well spoken, very uh, funny, very um, funny, he seemed genuinely interested despite also making some jokes like folk going, Oh, you've still got 10 more to go. He's like, Oh, you know, it, mm. but it seemed like he was, it wasn't him being like, Oh, for fuck's sake. It was him being in on the joke. And it just seemed like he was a nice guy that is, um, I don't want to say overwhelmed. That's not the right word, but just sort of like appreciative, but also like understanding that he should be doing more and people are behind him. Mm. Um, he just seemed really nice. And he, he he gave a good interview with, with Ross. Go check that
1: out, it's on the channel now. They yeah. talked about their shoes of a champion, shoes They're of, shoes of, a champion. of a champion, shoes
3: of champion. Enjoyed that,
1: I mate. Mean, he's just lovely, isn't he? Yeah, I think like he, there, he's uh, there's an opportunity here to catch lightning in a bottle with him, yeah, and it's interesting whether or not they Early do lightning in a bottle. Hey, oh, how, shit. how
2: where do you take him? Chipotle,
1: obviously, Chipotle,
2: because <laughs> I, I don't think you make him undisputed debris universal champion, but like. There's no, like, there's no reason why he couldn't be world heavyweight champion. Yeah. But like, he, could
3: be, he could be undisputed heavyweight champion, just not beating Roman Reigns.
2: Yeah, that is true. Could be, I don't know, James. Because
3: whoever or... whoever beats Reigns for it, I don't think should have a long title reign, because we've just had that. Mm. So have a quick quick reign. Then have LA Knight. That's a nice idea.
1: One person who won't be winning any titles in WWE anymore is Eric Young who for a long time, it was speculated and reported that um, in different measures that he was with WWE, he was ready to to make an appearance, he was ready to come back on TV, we never saw him, and then the news dropped this month that he's
2: gone. Yeah, so very weird one with Eric Young in the sense that November 2022, 20, December time, he's leading Vanna by Design and Impact Wrestling, and then... There was, there was sort of tension in the group. And then what we see is he goes to the prison, which had been like a big thing around his whole latest Impact run. Was that Dina actually legitimately murdered him. We watched like, him on, get on murdered. On TV. Mm-hmm. We, we watched him get stabbed to death. And then came out afterwards that he'd gone back to his ring. The rumours was that he was there. We didn't sort of know what kind of role he had before. It might be a producer thing, might be a talent. we come to find out what the plan was to be part of the Bray Wyatt faction. That is never quite... Never come, happened, yeah. it, it's never happened because Bray Wyatt's off TV at the minute with an illness yeah. and that was the idea and what we've come to find out was that Eric Young was planned for that but with Vince McMahon returning as head of creative in April, basically what Eric Young has said is I cannot work for that man on a personal, professional and moral level Wow, I think, I think his actual words are prefer- personally, professionally and more importantly for me, morally, I just couldn't work there anymore um, wow. he said this basically what ends up happening is he ends up returning to Impact Wrestling at Slammiversary. There was a tease that Scott Demore was going to bring somebody in. The plan was originally was to was a team of PCO, but in typical Impact fashion, PCO was set on fire <laughs> and was <laughs> unable to wrestle at <laughs> Slammiversary. So we get the ref- like the the reunion of Team Canada, Eric Young comes back, team to Scott Demore, and they beat Bully Rain Dina at Slam- Slammiversary. Impact shows are quite wild when you just when you when
3: you if you don't watch them but you only hear what happened they're actually batshit insane. Yeah. Someone got set on fire. Eric Young's back from the dead after being murdered and stabbed to death. And he's just back as a happy Canadian man. Yeah,
2: they haven't explained how he came back to life yet, but probably nope. they are going to address it. Are they really? Yeah, they are. It was a body, wow, it was a body
3: double, surely. It was a fake Eric Young. <laughs> fake Eric Young. I like that actually. It's, like, Der- it's his brother, Derek Young. Derek. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Derek Young
3: that's, that's who was murdered in the prison <laughs> it was Tony Tony D'Angelo that's who
2: Tony D he sent him to live with the, that's what well yeah they could have done that he sent him to swim with the fishes. yeah mm. but it, it was a weird situation on that back when Vince was first coming back in January you had you heard Rob Lewis from town that they would quit and of course none of them actually did but Eric Young actually went through with it and as soon as Vince is back in as head of creative and eight all those things this isn't worth it, and quits. Because th- they had issues last time And that Triple H, when Eric Young was first in WWE, really pushed him on XT, that sort of thing. Like, he, he led Sanity, all mm. this sort of stuff. Went the main roster, Sanity went nowhere. And then he was basically just a, a jobber until he got released in 2020.
1: Yeah, Vince just didn't see just what didn't Triple get H him. saw and didn't get it. And...
2: And Eric Young explained at the time that he, before he was released, he went to Vince and had a meeting with him and basically went, If you can't find anything for me to do, you're not doing your job right. Basically going, (laughs) like, I'm good enough to be on this show. Why aren't I on this show? So it seems like you stuck up from Seth, but also on a moral level is. You've got all the allegations against Vincent McMahon as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think for obviously for him that was enough to make him move back to Impact.
2: And
3: he's yeah. in his he's in his what mid forties now, early forties. Yeah, so like he's not I don't want to say he's got not long left in the ring, but if he's going, I signed this contract to be used in a big spotlight in WWE. They're, you're going to use me, I've only got X amount of years left in the ring. May as well go to the company that values him and appreciates him. And yeah, will push him as one of the guys. Um, so yeah, it's exciting to see him back in Impact.
1: And he started, yes, yeah, started well, team with Scott Demore uh, against uh, Bully Ray and uh, Dina. Scott Demore, can we can we acknowledge you could what a it. wrestler? Yeah. Yeah. Like we, unless we forget doing the Cold Stone Classic Raw review, there has been at least one occasion where Scott Demore's name has come up as a as a prelim dark match uh, guy, yeah. and, and I think there's an episode of Raw where he's in a he's in a job attack team so like he's got previous yeah, obviously wrestler. and he helps train a lot of the younger uh, younger guys uh Bupinda Guja, who was on Desert Island Graps the other month was very complimentary of some of the training personally that Scott Demore's given him so Scott has got he it, can go, he's got he it going go. on he really yeah. has so really enjoyed seeing him back in the ring for Slam Anniversary um we also saw uh, some title changes and possibly uh, the, the the return
2: and the farewell of Nick Aldis at Slammiversary, didn't we? We did. So what we heard back in April was that Nick Aldis was coming in. I mean, he, he returned to Impact at Rebellion. The, there was rumblings beforehand that there was WWE interest. we all sort of thought, okay, where's this going? Then he pops up at Impact and... I mean, you spoke to him, you sort of, he didn't say anything like overtly, but you had an inkling.
1: I had a feeling in my waters when I had one of my many lovely chats with Nick Aldis, who's a lovely man. Um, I had a feeling in my waters that this trip to Impact was for a good time, but not a long time. Mm. Because there had been a lot of conversations about Nick Aldis coming in for a role in WWE. And then the hiring freeze happened and then he turned up in Impact. And I just like, I don't think this is going to be a long run. I think this is Nick keeping himself busy Yes, for a little while. Get a bit of money. And it seems as if, uh, in July, WWE have started to lift the drawbridge, or lower the drawbridge once more. Lower the drawbridge. Yeah. So
2: so what we've heard, like they've had the hiring freeze in place since January because of Vince McMahon forcing his way back into the company, then the sale to Endeavor. We're all sort of just waiting now for the WWE and like UFC merger to be completed, and then we're expecting sort of like more signings to come in, but it seems that they're starting to get ready for that in that I think what Meltzer said was that they will only sign somebody right at this exact moment if there's like a special case, but what we have heard is that they're telling Talents, we are interested, you've just got to hang on a little bit and we'll be bringing you in so this seems to be what's tickling along right now in that we've got Nick Aldis leaves Impact after anniversary. he lost to Eric Young last week on TV, that was of course the day after anniversary. Mm-hmm. And what we're hearing there is he may be brought in not as a wrestler, interestingly, but as a producer. Mm -hmm. Just to work behind the scenes. What we're also hearing is um, you've got Brian Pillman Jr. He leaves AEW. We don't know exactly. We just sort of know that he has left earlier this year, but it came out this, well, in July Mm -hmm. that he was on his way out. Second-generation talent. Of course, his dad had history in WWE. What we're hearing there is the week after... Uh, because basically it comes out that he's gone from AEW Was so he has a tryout at the WWE Performance Centre must have done alright because bodyslam are saying that he's either in the process of signing or has signed and he'll be at the Performance Centre by the end of August eating some Chipotle mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, good choice outside of yes outside of Brian Pillman there was a talent that WWE didn't get the Dewey, one that got away. The one that got away. WWE for years have been interested in Roosh. Like, go back, like I remember when I first started writing about Roosh to possibly be a WWE when he was Ring of Honor world champion. Uh, it's, it's just sort of tickled along. Roosh signed a one-year deal with AEW the summer of last year. That deal was about to expire. And basically, Tony Khan gave him a big stack of cash. And WWE knew they couldn't actually compete with that deal to the point where they said Tony Khan's offer was insane money. That's what they told Meltzer. <laughs> so... Rush is getting paid a lot more money at AEW than you would have in WWE, so he's sticking with WWE, uh, AEW. But apparently, host of the assistant said Tony Khan's lovely and really likes, like checks in on Rush's family and all that sort of stuff. So it just sounds like he's more comfortable in AEW than WWE. It
3: was just smart to play the two against each other to try and get that insane money. Yeah, right. Uh, for the Nick Aldis thing, I feel maybe they want to bring him in as a producer because they want to sign him to a contract and they can't get him to a talent contract. Maybe that maybe makes sense, yeah. So that they're going, we've got you in the company, then we'll move you over when we can actually a- afford to spend money on, on talent, maybe. But, I don't know. Because what we were saying, he's younger
2: than a lot of the guys actually wrestling. Right, he's 36.
1: Yeah.
3: Like, stupid. He should be plenty of time in the ring.
1: I think there is, um, there's a concern from some about how much of a draw a guy like Nick Aldis could be within WWE's system. Mm -hmm. But it's without doubt that he's a very positive influence behind the scenes and a a company guy when the company isn't the National Wrestling Alliance Mm -hmm. and a creative mind as well. So I think even if... I mean, it's interesting that you say, like, bring him in on a staff deal and then put him put him on TV. To have him there as somebody that could... I, I, I genuinely, as much as I love Nick Aldis, I see him in in WWE more, and I'd love to be wrong. I don't see him, like, holding up the Intercontinental title. I see him with a bunch of agents splitting people up. I feel like Triple H would like his style, though, right? He would. And so like, maybe Triple H has, might have a different
3: idea. Go, this guy is, I, under, under Vince, I don't see him. Mm. I, I see that scenario. But under Triple H, I feel like he's maybe got a bit more... Yeah, maybe Intercontinental title, maybe tag team titles, US title, with the option of being moved up. We see I don't know. It's it's a tough one to call because he has got such a unique sort of presence compared to everything that WWE usually goes for.
2: Yeah. Like I thought especially with Cody there and that they've had those two matches in the past and the sort of like they haven't got similar styles but like definitely more old school than a lot of guys on the roster. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's it, I like the idea of him being a tag team. Yeah. Who would you put him with, Doug Williams? Ah, oh, get the lads. <laughs> it's out. A Doug Doug's retired. He can't do it anymore. Ah, yeah. oh, oh. retired. retired. Oh. I know. We just beat him. Let's find. Let's find Nick Aldis, the oddest, tag, tag team. Drew, and Nick, and Drew. British Invasion. I put him him <laughs> uh, Re- and
2: Regal Bailey
1: Matthews. Un-Americans. Drew Gulak. Ooh, that fun one. Nick Aldis and
3: Drew Gulak. Yeah, or put him with uh, Chase U. Oh,
1: he could be like a he's guest like, lecturer. He like looks like stern. a lecturer, doesn't he? He does look, he like, does like, a lecturer, look like a lecturer, but like
3: lecturer. The, the really mean substitute teacher that everyone doesn't want. Again. <laughs> Terrified of the maths teacher, it's, it's him.
2: <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> All he's gimmick is he wheels down like a VHS player with the one t- of those TV sets. <laughs> right. uh, is, is <laughs> they're watching Coraline again. There you go.
0: <laughs> Ready to pop the question? Adam
1: Cole and Maxwell Jacob Friedman, baby, baby, and this uh, this can they coexist storyline has bucked pretty much every trend in wrestling, hasn't it?
2: I mean, it's the best thing on AWTV TV right now. <laughs> yeah. in that, like that, that like. We did hear rumblings after double or nothing that Cole was going to be the next the line for the AEW world title in terms of like having a shot at the belt. They have their world title eliminator match that ends in a draw. Excellent 30 minute time limit draw. Yeah. And then they chuck MGF and Adam Cole together and it's just sort of barrel rolled from there. They've won the blind eliminator tournament And, I mean, it was just this last weekend where you finally had the tag team title match against FTR. And we're all sat there thinking, well, surely the turn's coming now, but we don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be somebody. It's going to be lovely. And they they, they don't have the turn. MJF is a full-on baby face giving out pizza to kids. Um, Adam Cole and him start hugging. Like, I don't want it to end. It's so fun, right? It's freshened up MJF. It's freshened up
3: Adam Cole. And it's freshened up the whole main event scene of aw
2: like for the first time in probably like about six months like the world title feels like the most important thing on the tv show
3: yeah like it's the main main feud it's the main storyline and it's it's also allowing mjf to do a different feud other than the you've got to beat all these people i'm not going to wrestle on tv mjf has wrestled on tv more than he has done
2: ever i'm (laughs) I'm wondering if if he's heard criticism from like well, people like ourselves mm-hmm. really and fans would have basically gone, MGF's not wrestling enough because mm. he's certainly wrestled bloody lows the last few months. Yeah. And he's been good. He's been really, really good. Um it's almost like he's one of the best of the company, just doesn't
3: wrestle enough. He's get, he's getting everything over that they do. T shirts are over. The clothes line is over. You know, the he's double getting, clothes line. He, Double clothes line is over. They've got over that as their finish. They've got over the the fact that he's he's a jerk, but people st- really like him. Uh, you know, they're, they're getting over going to the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> it worked. Even the, the
2: custom <laughs> music. Yeah, I know, But not even that. Like, we know he hates video games. What did he call Roderick's dog? Like, a default creator a default wrestler. A wrestler, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, it, unfortunately, <laughs> spot
1: on. <laughs> I still think the twist in the tail is coming. Right, so He's a
2: scorpion. You can never just... No, but out. is Adam Cole a scorpion? This is the question. Is Adam Cole go, What Max, surely you knew this was coming so right we've been
3: discussing this on the on the cultaholic wrestling podcast at some points um who do you think's turning first just mjf
2: i think mjf
3: adam cole because i think the storyline here is the one time mjf opens up and has a friend he gets he's the one that gets betrayed and then that makes him double down on the devil aspect he won't stay a face after that he's going brutal
1: Oh No, because I think... I, I hear what you're saying, but I think that... I think that gives undue sympathy for MJF. I think, yeah, y- you double down on the heel, but, like, I would support him. You Yeah, but... I'd be like, mate, you... I'm really sorry. You finally opened up and finally were a good guy. He's a dick. Get him. But he's not a good guy. It's just he's found someone he likes. He's a bully that's found a
3: friend. Okay. If Adam Cole turns on him and goes, mate we knew this was going to happen. You know, I wasn't using you. I genuinely like you, but at the end of the day, it's me or you. And then MJF can be like, well, the one person that I actually liked has betrayed me. He, you know, it makes him even more of a dick. I, there is, I, okay. You, you, you winning me around on that. And Adam Cole's character has not changed since he was a heel. He's just had a concussion and people like him. <laughs> That's, it's, so it's in character for him as well.
1: See, my my idea for how this ends is to have a match with have them soon a tag match, and Cole takes a bump or or, or something that maybe the concussion fear comes back during the match, and the match stops. So like MJF's there, check on him. Referees come down, check on him, and then Britt Baker comes down to check on him, and then MJF just this seizes the moment, pile driver Britt Baker. <laughs> so that is seizing the moment for sure. <laughs> it's really grim, but. Whoa, that's that's that
3: sets you stall out. Adam <coughs> Cole super kicks Mama Friedman. Oh,
2: well, because well, no, because Max Friedman's mom hates him. Exactly, so Max
3: just is like, yeah, that's
2: fine. <laughs> 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 in fact, I, I will do one. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it too. But but yes, yeah, so the actual we story was that. The Adam Cole and MGF are so bloody popular and so wonderful. They're better than the new Bay Bay t shirt, Has have sold more shirts than any AW t shirt this year. <laughs> and it's the second highest grossing shirt of the year behind an MGF button down shirt. But that's just because it costs more.
3: Yeah. Wow. They're big, They're big money. They're the LA Knight of AW. Like, they truly
2: are. Like, we'll talk all in later, but like, do they just think fuck it? And do they do the rematch at all in? That's your, your main event as Adam Cole and MGF beat FTR for the belts? How uh, do you keep this going for, like, six months longer? Do you decide to just do the world title match?
3: I wanted them to win the belts on collision and go to AEW All-In as opponents, but also tag team champions. Yeah, and like, like stay, friends. Yeah, stay friends. And then from there, you can go All-Out, they lose the belts, and then there's the turn. Because the All-Out won't need a major world title match to sell it. If mm. you've got, like, the story from All-In a week a week before you know yeah, it's it's tough there were a weird area for what, what is a title match and what show
2: it, it's sort of nice for the first time probably ages yeah, we're all sort of looking at AJ and TV and going where's this gonna go mm-hmm. like we've, we've got with theories but it could it could go three four different poss- possible directions really yeah I could tell you where impact wrestling is
1: going to the United Kingdom.
2: Hey,
3: yeah. Every company's want a piece
2: of the United Kingdom. Yeah. yeah,
1: come on over. The water's fine.
2: The, 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 again, there's a cost of living crisis on, but we've yep. all got money for wrestling.
1: Oh, well, we've got money for wrestling. <laughs> Sod food. We've got wrestling. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, a major announcement almost a decade since they last were here. Impact Wrestling are back in Blighty, Aidan.
2: They are. Not only are they back in Blighty, they're back in tune. They're in the tune! <laughs> So Have we had Impact in the Toon before? Never. Never they've, Impact they've in the never Tune. never ran Newcastle. Should just be doing St James's Park. There should be. <laughs> well, well, this is a surprise to but, but we'll get to it. Where, but we we heard little inklings beforehand, mm. um, just, just on the on the river of rumours. We a tat, on tine. You're tat on the Tyne. You tat on the Tyne. the Rumour has it. But we heard, and then the announcement came: Impact are returning to the UK this year for their UK invasion tour. The tour begins finally in Scotland. Maybe Drew McIntyre will be there. <laughs> <laughs> but at the O2 in Glasgow, Scotland, on Thursday, uh, the 26th of October, from their Impact will take a short trip to Newcastle upon on time, cool where by. not only are they coming to Newcastle upon Tyne on Friday, October 27th, but they're going to the Walker Activity Dome.
0: Yes!
2: And of course, North Wrestling have just ran there, but it, it's bongous to be, as like a Geordie boy, the idea that all these cl- or, like all these people aren't go like, going to the town centre, they're not going to be slightly outside, they're going, fuck it, we're going to go to Walker, one of the roughest parts of Newcastle <laughs> <right>? <laughs> where the, the things next to it will be it's like, can we get any food nearby it's like now we've got a kebab shop and we've got a place that will sell you £10 abs yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it right? that's basically all it is at Walker <laughs> but they're the running Walker and from there they'll end the tour with a show in Coventry at the HM, HMV Empire on Saturday October 28th all three events will begin at 7pm British summertime if it's not raining and tickets go on sale ooh, in, this week on Friday August 4th um, through Impact Wrestling's website, and they'll be from £35.
3: And it starts at 7, Tom, not 7.30. So yes, noted.
2: So- <laughs> noted. <laughs> I don't want to miss Trish's <laughs> opening bit again. Um, Talent set to be in action are Alex Shelley, Impact World Champion, Boose, Eddie Edwards, Diana Perrazzo, Frank Kazarian, Brian Myers, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Joe Hendry. Local hero. There we go. Um, Gledo,
3: Yes, it.
2: for the first time in years. I think if I heard Al Snow beat them in like twenty seventeen. Yeah, I don't know. Like um, and there'll be special appearances from Tommy Dreamer and Gail Kim. Now, in order to to bring this
1: to life, Impact Wrestling have partnered with um, independent promotions based in the UK. Uh, at Coventry, they're working with the fabulous people at Wrestle Carnival, who run the H and V Empire on the regular. Yep. Gary Ward runs a fantastic show. In that part of the West Midlands. Uh, they had a show just on Sunday, which had a, a banger main event with Chris Ridgway, Ridgway and, uh, and Emerson Jane. Among others, they get stars from over from America in the West Midlands as well. Big fan of what Wrestle Carnival do, and I really want to put them over before I put over the fact that Newcastle will be partnering, Impact will be partnering in Newcastle with North Fucking Wrestling. Okay. North Wrestling! Uh, North Wrestling. Uh, where Fraser Porter is backstage interview extraordinaire and where I and Vader Scott provide commentary for fight. Plus. And I go
2: and I go in for free. And, and watch you it. get
1: in for free. Yep. <laughs> yeah, which good is time. good. This is um this is a really good shout by Impact. It's a way that uh assures that there will be local there'll be sort of grassroots uh, on the ground support for when they come in and (laughs) it's also a statement of intent where they're not here to run a show against promotions they actually want to work in synchronicity with promotions um i've i've had i've had it on authority that the the talent from wrestle carnival the talent from north and whoever's running the glasgow one i don't know yet yeah um but there will ICW be... maybe? I would assume it would be, but I wouldn't want to... Don't quote me on that. Mm. But the, the, the talent from those companies will be represented during that show yeah. as well. This is the best way to run uh, a, a tour of this ilk. You're not running against, you're running with.
3: And it also allows them to, like, not have to port over as much stuff. Like, you've got yeah. a ring... With the local teams, you know, and you've got all that sort of stuff. That ring announcer, ring announcers, stuff like that backstage. And uh You've got Aiden Caller who wants stuff. in for free. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden, come write about you on the website. Uh, so it's exciting. I'm, I'm buzzing to see
2: Impact. <laughs> That's the thing we don't know. We don't know how the show's going to be. Like when they did the Australia tour, it was that they did basically a pay per view? So. They might do a similar thing whether they just do like a bit to three mini pay-per-views mm-hmm. um, or maybe TV tables. We just don't really know yet. And
1: there's an opportunity with the Glasgow one at the O2 to have Alex Shelley defend the Impact title <laughs> against Joe Hendry or whoever's the champion at that point defend uh, against, against Joe Hendry. Yeah. Or it, even have it, Joe Hendry walk in as Impact champion.
3: I mean, it, it would be a way to do it and having a UK tour and being like, it's a UK guy, he's the world champ. But mm. I think having him challenging Glasgow's the best. Option and then, if you have, have they got any from anyone from Newcastle, get packing,
2: they could do Leon, Leon Slater, Leon
3: Slater. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see what they do, but yeah, there's a they need it'll be interesting to see how they use the local talent.
2: Yeah, like when they announced it, I legitimately thought that big, like bigger, not like bigger venues, and the idea that these are like 1500, 2000 seat of venues. Um, but I think. I, w- I was reading about impact starting in the uk and i think this is probably part of the strategy is when they first came to the uk in 2008 they did small venues but because they sold out instantly they then went we're going to go much bigger venues and we'll come again in 2009 so mm. i think part of it is we haven't been here in nearly 10 years let's just test the water and see what it's like especially when the, they don't really have a tv deal in the uk they're on Zone one hd yeah which is like Part of a Sky subscription is quite hard to access. A- apart from that, you've got to subscribe to the Zone or Impact Wrestling Plus. Like I mean, they used to be on Channel Five, but they're not really there anymore either. So I think just that's just test the waters and then go from there. But also
1: with the venues that they're running, like their venues that are that are the venues that these other promotions run, like O2, ICW. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, ICW tends to run the O2 again. Yeah, uh, they'll
3: I mean. do the O2 or they'll do the Garage, uh, yeah. one of the two. But the O2 certainly is a great venue for it. It's, yeah, I, I want to say probably you'll get just over a thousand people in there if well maybe with a wrestling rig maybe not but you know it'll be it'll be big um walker dome we know that that's proof of concept there that you can run a really big show you know you can you can fit at least 700 and comfortably probably more if they wanted to um, HMV Empire, never been. can
1: Again, very much like with the Walker Dome, you could, yeah, Wrestle Carnival run there on the regular. So there's proof of concept that a wrestling show can run there and run there yeah. to a high production level. Apparently
2: it's outdoors. The it Empire. Was, they had a fo- yeah. so
1: it's not,
3: I got that wrong, but okay. there was a photo up that they used was an outdoor area. Oh, out, right. Outside it. it was like, they had a thing in, the, I guess, A green area or a parking bit where they had a show set up out there, and that's the photo they used as the Uh, thing. So it's like that's outside. We we were terrified. (laughs) You can't be running an outdoor
1: show in October. That's not, not a good. That's not a good look. Um, we should mention, actually, before we go into the next bit, it's, this seems like a pertinent place to say, fucking get in there This ju- for July news. Get in there, North Wrestling. Thunderstruck was fucking fantastic.
2: Belt a show.
1: Oh, yes. Biggest re- biggest show that North Wrestling's ever run. North Wrestling has been a show that has run out of, since the return from the pandemic, out of the uh, Anarchy Brewery just outside of Newcastle. Before that, it ran the Riverside on the Quayside. It's the biggest show. It was a massive gamble for Andrew Bowers, the promoter. And it genuinely felt like a night where the good guys won. That's the yeah. best way I've, I can describe it. It felt like a night where the good guys won. Everybody gave the Ray game. We had some great import talents from like Zagang Gangrell and Scotty Tuhati and Mercedes Martinez. Joey Janella was there. And it was just a f- up and down, top to bottom, fab show.
2: Like, legit, like, we watched so much wrestling. But like this show was up there's one of like the top like ten best I've watched this year. Wow, well, yeah, oh, absolutely! You go. Dave
3: Meltzer needs to get watching that. And he does. I
1: sent Dave, I sent Dave the results and all the details, and he's, he's done, done nothing. nothing with should, him. should
2: have had them to Fightful. Well, yeah. I, think, I did. Ah, okay, I think they would have st- covered.
1: Send it to Jeremy Lambert. Mm. Lambert, man, he's to fight. That was a five star match between Leon and Liam. Oh, so good! If you missed it, it's on Fight Plus. Do check that out. It's amazing. Um, Vince McMahon flavored news that came out of nowhere in the past week.
2: Yeah. So we all just sat there. Saturday morning, wake up and he's had spinal surgery. <laughs> Not only spinal surgery, life-altering spinal surgery. But I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We don't know yet. But
1: well, normally, am I right in thinking if they say life-altering, it's never positive.
2: Um, but it might be in this case in the sense that for all we know, Vince could have been in a wheelchair. they yeah. had the surgery, now he could walk. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. It's, it really depends on the situation going in mm. how he was. But life-altering, yes, at first thought, it's that's a negative. But yeah, it could be he can now walk again or whatever.
2: All we know is it took five hours. Big, big <laughs> surgery. I mean, my I had a triple bypass in 2004, and that took six hours. Bloody hell. So,
1: Vince is rushing to get... It. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it
2: wasn't as long as you and I. I <laughs> <laughs> can't have him longer than eight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> get it done in five. Get it done in... I don't want any anesthetic.
2: So it just shows how major the surgery was really that he's had this proper big surgery.
1: Yeah. He'll be back at Ronnie. No, we don't know when he'll be back. Well that that was the creative probably, He probably is. It's Vince man. He probably left the hospital and went straight to Raw. What
2: was the creative implications was is he gone? Because so some, somebody not, on Twitter argued that basically going. There's no way Vince has put um, Ricochet and Logan Paul on first on Raw because the last months just been Judgment Day every day. Yeah. Mm. And this time it's like, no, nah, we'll do Ricochet. It's like, oh, that might mean Trips is back. It's like we just we just don't know, do we? Yeah. Mm. We'll probably find out more as August rolls we know, on. We know that Trip last Monday before the spinal
3: surgery because it, 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 we we came out on Saturday. Yes. That it happened, but it was the previous week. Mm. We know that the that Triple H wasn't at Raw that past week. That was Bruce Pritchard that ran it. So, there, yeah, it's it's hard to tell who's running which show at the moment with Vince um, out of action for the foreseeable, I guess.
1: Uh, one thing that is uh, taking place, whether or not whether Vince gets back on his feet or not, uh, is AEW All In twenty seventh. They are at Wembley Stadium. the The media hullabaloo began in earnest. And uh, the dying embers of july uh, i'll I'll talk about
2: my side of that, but get us up to speed with where we're at with all in. So I thought it was apt to end the the well the end of July podcast on the biggest thing coming in August. I mean when we when it was first announced in April May time we all we all discussed it on this podcast we sort of gave our own. Predictions. I think yeah. we were we were pretty optimistic. I thought at the time. I think we, we said like around 70,000, that sort yeah. of number. Mm. So we're, we're looking pretty. We were looking pretty good compared to some people, but AW just blown that out the water some more. So we find out last Friday. This is from Dave Melson that AW has distributed 76,929 tickets with 70,400 of them being paid for. So they've been getting some comps in, but who doesn't? Yeah. And what we find out just this morning, August 1st, so we're technically lying a bit here, but mm-hmm. well, fuck it, it doesn't matter, is that Ticks has said that 77,470 tickets have been distributed for All In, which now leaves AW around 3,230 tickets away from the all-time record for a paid attendance show of course, North Korea one, they all got in for three and were forced to go, from what we know. Yep. What, what, what we know. Um, but 2016's WrestleMania 32, there was 80, 80,709 fans in attendance. So AW, and this goes back to the Money in the Bank thing, could have the biggest show in pro wrestling history legitimately legitimately in the UK
1: and they haven't announced a single fucking match
3: I know that's the thing is that over the next few weeks of the announce matches that could shift well into the
2: 80,000 yeah <laughs> it, it's just bonkers though that like because wh- AEW you know, have gone the habit of this where when they first started doing it particularly in 2021 they would announce the matches like well like about a month in advance you'd know what was coming on this card and it, mm. it was at least teased but they had Dynamite this week before okay it'll get rolling after Blood and Gods that sort of thing at Dynamite last week, there was nothing announced for the show. Yeah, like, it, like certain stuff was teased, like John Moxley is the like clothesline, Orange Cassidy. But we're three, four weeks away, and I still got no idea what they're going to do with CM Punk, FTR, Kenny Omega, the Bucks, Hangman. Like, the top stars. Uh, MGF and Adam Cole were sort of looking like we discussed that, but we don't know whether it could be a tag match or whether that mm-hmm. could be an actual world title. To be match. fair, though,
3: looking at WWE aspect of it, they have a pay per view every four. Five weeks, mm. and we don't know what's going to be on the show until like three weeks before, two weeks before. We we can guess some
2: of them, and it seems yeah, logical. we can get an inkling. But but, but, the, but WrestleMania, you know, well ahead of the time what's what's coming.
3: Yeah, I would. Say, yeah, about three weeks. But this isn't there. This is a special new one.
2: This isn't their WrestleMania. Mm. But it's, the, my argument is, is this should be the WrestleMania? This should be yes, because I don't think they're ever going to do a bigger show than this. Yeah. So, so this should be like. This is what's coming. It's going to be huge. Like, Just chuck ch- everything at it.
3: Maybe Dynamite this week is the one that they start. Yeah. If they
1: don't announce, if, if we get to the end of this week and they've announced nothing again, I'm, we'll I'm going to be livid. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, there's been a lot of rumblings as to what we could see, though.
2: Yeah, so rumours that we've heard is that we're going to get Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. That's planned for the show. And this, this was just this morning as well. Andrade's challenged Malachi Black to a singles match. One thing we unfortunately will not be getting is we were all hoping after double or nothing is that Jamie Hayter that would be back in time for um, all in. But what we've heard is that it's well, what sort of a faithful select have heard is that it'll be a miracle if she's back in time for all in, and she's not actually expected to be back this year. Oh, jeez,
3: brutal! Because she's what their top, she's the top person, top UK star for the women's division at least anyway. But she's one of the top UK stars in general for them, and and yeah, it sucks that she's going to miss out. Because it. it felt for me, it was a case of. Right, she'll get the big moment back when she beats Tony Storm for the bill. In Wembley. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen.
1: But it's okay, because I think I know which start from this green and pleasant land is going to get a shine at Wembley. Based on my day yesterday down in London. Down in the big city. First ain't time
2: in the big city. Well, tell, tell us about it,
1: Tom. So, um, Jeff Jarrett was doing media in London Who? yesterday. exactly. Um, ain't he great? Ain't he, you know what? He was great. He was great. He was. He's a good sport.
2: Ooh, so how many sugars does he have in his tea? He didn't have any? Oh,
1: did he have tea? Yeah, yeah, black, no sugar. Uh, we we did afternoon tea for him, so we took down afternoon tea and we had cakes and sandwiches and stuff. And he likes a black tea, so just just no sugar. I was even mother. I said I'll be mother. Bought him a lovely yeah. cup of tea.
2: What sandwiches did he have?
1: He didn't have any of them. Oh,
2: he didn't, yeah. I didn't eat Yeah,
1: anything. he was like, hey, look at this. You have you have one of these moldy ass sandwiches. And I said they're not moldy. I bought them an hour ago. <laughs> Livid. It's a very decadent afternoon. Yeah. Um, now. I nipped out to go and get the bits for the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. As I came back into Live Nation, where the interviews took place, who was on reception? It's yourself. It's Bloody Grado, innit? So I was like, bloody hell, mate, Tom, what are you doing here? It's like, big hug with Grado? And I was like, that's class. He said, um, oh, he's, basically, he said, oh, this has come together quite late. Uh, I'm part of that. I'm going with Jeff to go and promote All In uh, Talk Sport. I'm like, oh, get in! So we're chatting away. Um... And they leave to go to, after we have our time with Jeff, you can watch it on the YouTube channel very soon. They head off to Talk Sport. And you might have seen the video by now. And it's during uh, this interview on Talk Sport. Uh, Grado making a few little jokes at Jeff's expense, saying, Oh, I, li- I like Jeff. You know, he reminds me of my uncle, of my auntie Jackie. Yeah. Uh, Jeff. Takes exception to being compared to Gredo's Andy Jack. He slaps him in the face and swats him with a guitar on live on the uh, Hawksby and Jacobs on Talk Sport. To which the uh, to which the lads respond by just yucking it up, yeah. <laughs> like it's the funniest thing they've ever seen. Um, so I'm putting this out there. Whilst Gredo is planned to be part of the Impact UK tour, I think we're getting. Jeff Jarrett versus Grado at Wembley. We you yeah, they're going to
2: have a match?
1: I think we're getting Jarrett and Grado. I was hell. saying this
3: this morning. I, I, I have UK talents that are independent in the scene that's more mainstream. Grado's one of them. And if Tony Khan can license Madonna and Like a Prayer, oh! his entrance in Wembley, yes. everyone will sing it. Like, it's, it's, it's a more well-known song than any other theme that they've got, you know? Mm. Like, people would sing it. People would know who Grado is because if, if you've got folk from around the UK... Even if you're not a wrestling fan, you know Grado.
2: Like yeah. Grado was the biggest star of the British wrestling scene yeah. for years. But like my argument was, if you can't get like a prayer, fuck it, don't put him on. It'll be. But if you can get like a prayer, do it. Get him yeah. down.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because
2: life is a mystery.
1: Everyone must. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but I so that's my first pick for a match Jeff Jarrett versus Grado I think we'll get that on the undercard and I like it a lot yeah pre-show sure. or even
2: yeah. like open? hours. No. Uh, like
1: no I think we put it in the middle of the show or yeah. you put it just for the main event
2: ah uh, yes everyone, everyone gets a big pop everyone's yeah, happy good. That's
3: Jeff Jarrett
1: it. main eventing because I'm gonna t- I'm gonna turn it off after that match. <laughs> imagine if imagine if matches for it. Imagine if the main event is Jarrett versus Grado. And then we get like oh, we got Andrade versus Malakai Black, and then QT Marshall versus <laughs>
2: oh, Willows. No, 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 we're not getting QT and Marshall. And then Tony Carter walks out no. and goes, Eat a dick, UK. <laughs> we're getting Jim Ross versus Ian Riccoboni. Because <laughs> that's that's one of the things as well though, like this could like my fear is that AEW, this could be a really big missed opportunity for AEW because what we're also hearing is that's going to air on pay per view, including in the UK now. Mm. So I'm like, we've been talking for months thinking, imagine they'll get it on ITV. Put it on
1: ITV where AEW currently is. Yeah. Think it on like a Saturday evening on ITV.
2: Yeah, like ITV 4. Great. But, like what's on ITV for on a Saturday evening? For Poirot or something? Probably & Dec or something. Yeah. Oh, no, ITV 4. You can't cancel Poirot. I'm Poirot is Poirot.
3: Poirot. too good. But, but it's on a Sunday,
1: right? So what's oh, ITV here yes, on a Sunday? Poro. Buzzing for all this. I'd love it. I'd love it because it'd be great to have all those people on Twitter going, This is all clearly fake. <laughs> but <it just laughs> All these like non wrestling fans who have just suddenly gone, How do you think this is real? <laughs> I want to have all those conversations again. Yeah. They're great. They're, they're great. Somebody on the talk sport, I couldn't help myself. Somebody on the talk sport YouTube to put clearly fake to the guitar <laughs> shop, <laughs> I said, to which I, respond, which I responded with, Wrestling's real, mate. Yeah. And he went, Wrestling's as real as my dog's fifth leg. I was like, your dog's I'm, got five legs. i like a horse that because it's all
2: way dog's The penis fast <laughs> <Yeah. what's laughs> like.
1: uh, So keep an eye on the channel for Afternoon Tea with Jeff Jarrett.
2: <laughs> afternoon Tea with which, Jeff which, which Jarrett. Which he recorded
1: moments before hitting Grader with a guitar. I'm not saying I annoyed him and got him wound up to which he went and go and hit someone else with a guitar. But he was lovely. I was hoping annoyed. he'd hit you. I think, I, I mentioned that to him and uh, he went, nah, you're not on the list today. I was like, yeah, that's a shame. But I, Grado was apparently. Next time, he, next he time. He was lovely to me. Uh, also, well, at dot What we tend, what tends to happen is uh, certain stories tend to capture the imagination very randomly, don't they?
2: They do. And has that happened much in July? No, no. Oh, it's it's re- really sad. Please, Please click on the website. So, <laughs> we need the money. Like we, we do need the money. We clear the issue. Is a Jack Atkins. is a very serious boy, and he's written nothing funny. Joe Atkins. I know. It's Atkins' fault. Flippin like eye. as we as we know, I, I love a good bit of bollocks.
3: You do like bollocks. You do love a I good mean, bit of bollocks. Some of, the, some,
2: some of the things you've written about since I've come back is well, this is bollocks, but like stories that are a bit out there. We've done armed robbery. We have yeah, and we've done pornography. We have yeah, and Shit. also Cody Rhodes beating Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. Literally yeah. last night. Literally last. Well, technically it was the first of August. Yeah. dead-on midnight. Fuck. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh. but the reason I didn't, the reason they're not on the list, is purely because they didn't do very well numbers-wise.
1: The 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 porn story, I think, is worth a, a quick dip into. <laughs> oh, okay, so this I is don't the story know what you're dipping into. Well, hey, this is the story of the the tag team, the Bang Brothers, the Bang Brothers, who uh, have been capturing the imagination of people. They're Black Label Pro tag team champions. Fucking
2: Davey Bang, Davey what, what Bang, what a name that is.
1: He's great. And um, they received a cease and desist from, from Bang Band Bros, Inc., who are the adult entertainment company. What's that? Yes, It is a, a naughty website where people get their clothes off and, and, and fall in love. What's that? What love? Um, <laughs> love is... When some and two people really like each other a lot and, and don't mind the one taking a massive Chipotle shit in the other's toilet. That, that's, that, that's that love. is love. Fair. Yeah, that yeah. Is, that love. is love. Oh, they, yeah. they talked about it on Fraggle Rock.
2: Why do you think him and Richard have broke up? <laughs> 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 We've not broke up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> a, what a way to find out!
1: <laughs> what a way to find out! Yeah, so they received a cease yep. and desist from Bang Brothers, so they're, they're now. Now they reacted to this by saying, "Come to the Freelance Pro Show this weekend and have a photo taken with our cease and desist letter for ten dollars." Yeah. So I think that's how they their country got the money to to fight the illegal I battle. mean,
2: it's not independent wrestling. There's not if, if, if they're not griffin, is it? Oh yeah. god,
1: yeah, yeah, they are the grift. Big fan of it. Yeah.
2: Armed robbery. That story.
1: So this was the story. This was CMLL, wasn't it? Because of course it's Mexico. Of course, yeah. it's Mexico.
2: Was that? I know, <laughs> but yes, of course. Like mad, mad shit happens in Mexican wrestling. Like
1: a lot, of, a lot of crazy stories come out of out of everywhere, but in particular, in the Mexican wrestling scene.
2: Yeah, so you had these, these innocent ticket inspectors like counting the money and all this sort of shit, and two men just went in and robbed them. And then apparently, a family turned up to try and buy tickets, Notice there was a robbery happening. Um, the father figure, we assume, is the father, but there was no confirmation. He, he tried to walk in and they just went, Stop being stupid. <laughs> and so he went, Yeah, fair enough. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch the next show. Uh, but we think $10,000 was stolen in America. Oh, so a big chunk of change. Big if, chunk of change. But that, that was nowhere near as good as the actual one story I've got written down. Right. <laughs> TNA Shark Boy appeared at AWTV. It certainly
1: did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shark Boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But not normal Shark Boy. And I'm delighted to, to report he is still Stone Cold Shark Boy. Yeah. Oh, but he's Stone Cold he Shark Yeah, the Stone Cold. So, this was the gimmick that okay. Kevin Nash gave him yeah. in TNA yeah. to make him a bit more accessible. <laughs> because being a half man, half shark just isn't <laughs> wacky enough. Let's make him Steve Austin as well. <laughs>
2: Um, so he appears in a backstage segment on Dynamite for a Shark Week, Chris, of course. And he was there with the week's mascot, Chompy. Yeah. Taz
1: did not like Chompy. He was not a fan, was he? Keep that guy away from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taz owes Chompy
3: twenty dollars. <laughs> just,
2: just just like, like high-fiving Tony Schiavone. <laughs> <Chompy. laughs> I like Chompy. Cool. Chompy's a lovely lad.
3: He is a lovely lad. He I should be on just, Natkin's list of lovely he lads. Should.
2: <laughs> not 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 as, not as good as Yoshi. But he's, oh, up there, the, he's up there. He's the big lad, isn't he, Yoshi? He's the arm moving every lad. time. Whenever <laughs> the big lad. He's...
1: <laughs> I, just, I just don't see the appeal of crossing sharks in Reston, I'll be perfectly honest. <laughs> just, don't, just don't get it. Uh, delighted to see Sharkboy back on telly, though. He, he, we Don't see him so much anymore because he he sued the film company for Making shark boy and lava girl, he just minted it. I mean, it was minted <laughs> <in> one, yeah,
2: <laughs> doesn't need to do anymore. Like. I mean, he pops up on like impact every now and then, like battle, battle royals and stuff. But mm. I mean, I think he's like 40 odd as well. He's he just does like, the gigs he wants to yeah. do. And AEW said you want to come for he's shark, got boy? Got to swim in the sea, fair folks. Mm-hmm. Coming for shark week, that sounds like a good plan. The best a trick here though. Where was the shark cage match? Like, why was no one suspended? Him yeah. him? They could have yeah. done Jeff Jarrett in the that shark
1: cage, yeah. that not
3: Guts week as well,
2: even better. You could have had one of
3: them in a cage.
2: Yeah, because they had that. Yes, yeah, passed, didn't they? Yeah. Where they put them in a cage before the match, but they just had entrances this yeah, time. Yeah, they just had entrances. Missed a trick there.
1: Oh, they really yeah. did. So that's July in the world of professional wrestling. Fraser Porter, anything that you want to plug? I know that you have gone into the weeds on oh. a on an old, terrible SummerSlam.
3: Yes. Yeah, so there's the worst shows ever on the channel right now. It's SummerSlam 1996. Um, that's, all, that's already out so that came out just on Sunday so I'm going to check that out I don't really think there's anything else I need to plug Friday's Catch Me Friday on Twitch we're streaming The Outer Worlds to prepare for Starfield 6pm yeah,
1: Friday anything you want to plug Aiden? just please go to the website we need st- I need it to stay up there's much cleaning to be done Yeah. Uh, but yeah click on callaholic.com every time you see an article just click it and then tweet it and then retweet it saying thank you Aiden especially yeah. if it's silly bollocks Oh,
2: yes. Especially with Surly Bollocks. If, 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 if you click on the Surly Bollocks, we'll keep writing about it. Yeah. So hence why today what we've got is going out later will be um, Minoru Suzuki Channel's his inner Brad Pitt will wrestle on a bullet train
1: fantastic. Nice.
2: And we'll find more bollocks through the week, I'm sure.
1: There certainly will be. It is SummerSlam week, which means you have nine pitches for SummerSlam 2023 on the way on the Cold Coltolic podcast feed and on the Coltolic YouTube channel. We also have predictions for SummerSlam, live reactions with Adam and Andrew for SummerSlam on Saturday nights. You have what happened at Jack and the WTF moments with Ross it is SummerSlam week baby get excited uh, and there'll be no doubt other SummerSlam themed content already waiting for you yeah. on the Cultaholic YouTube channel uh, on the podcast oh, I, I can actually I'll give this a plug today there was an episode of Raw in 1998 where Kane ran in on pretty much every match <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> does he we talk about it did a whole video on it it's <laughs> a good time youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic and of course for the latest wrestling news throughout the day Forever click on call We have been uh, Fraser Porter. See you. We've been Aiden Gibbons. OG. And I have been oh, OG, Aiden Gibbons. And uh, I have been Tom Campbell. We'll see you later, aggregator.
0: Hey! The notorious AID. <laughs> <laughs>